1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Start sleeping on a luxury hybrid mattress made with premium materials at half the price with DreamCloud's Labor Day sale. DreamCloud combines the perfect blend of comfy memory foam and supportive coils to make you feel like you're sleeping on a cloud. Every DreamCloud comes with $599 in accessories, plus an additional $200 off, a 365-night home trial, free shipping and returns, and a forever warranty. Go to dreamcloudsleep.com today. Hurry, this offer ends September 5th.
0: Listen to the West AMY podcast with X. Oi, oi!
3: Good evening and welcome to the West Way podcast with myself Dave Walker and serial YTK blogger XWH employee. There's no game to reflect on this week and with the coronavirus getting out of hand, myself and X will be self-isolating for the next couple of hours to give you our worst West Ham starting 11 from our time supporting the club. X will also be giving us exclusive news and views before ending the show with questions from our collective followers on social media. That's all coming up on tonight's show. So what do you make of all this corona business at the moment?
1: <laughs> Didn't think you were going to restart with that. You've got of caught me off guard a little well, bit. Well, to be honest, it, it's good
3: that you're here and we're together. Well, exactly. Um, because as, as you know, the country's on the verge of a lockdown at the moment. You can't keep the West Ham way down, though, that's right. for sure. The
1: show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> know,
3: you watch, that. we'll both be fucked after yeah, exactly. tonight. Like, you know we'll be hospital ridden <laughs> there.
1: A mild headache. But um, yeah, I think, to be fair, we'll keep going until so they tell us otherwise and i guess we could do it from our own homes if if really need be um via skype or such things as, as that what do i make on the coronavirus um i think the corona drinks and so no one's gonna buy that <laughs> again aren't they? one of my favorite drinks, it's done the but... brand no favors no, is exactly. it Exactly, one of my favorite drinks sitting on the balcony a bit of lime a bit of tunes uh, so yeah i don't feel so about that uh, mate it's a crazy world we live in at the moment and it's no better to find than right now um Just who knows what the world is going to be like for the next few months. But uh, let's just all stick together and uh, remember those that are more vulnerable than ourselves.
3: Yeah, well, it's very true. And, um, you know, from a personal perspective, I know there's more to life than events and sports. But obviously, we're without West Ham at the moment. Every fan is without their respective team. But it also means we were without our events as well. We had to cancel the Marlon Harewood one, which was which was a shame, and he was gutted about that. The Trevor Brookin one in April looks in doubt, let's be honest.
1: Making a loss on those bad boys. We are, we are,
3: massively. And uh, what really hurts at the moment, I'm trying not to think about it, even though I think it's inevitable, is the events we've got in Australia and America. I just can't see them happening, the the way things are going.
1: No, me neither. Uh, I think we're going to really struggle. I think it's pretty fair to say say that Australia's definitely a goner um possibly america might happen towards the end of august if we if the season's back on them but it's all ridiculously hypothetical at the moment no one really Mm. knows do they and um i guess that's not really the massive concern of all at the moment but yeah it's disappointing because this proved this could have been an amazing summer and Mm. um, it's looking to be the opposite but i guess if you still got your health and you're still maintaining uh and your family's got their health then that's more important than. Yeah, of course.
3: And that is all that matters. Okay, so let's get cracking with our worst 11. Now, this is based on our lifetime, and I'm only 27, X is 63, so he's got <laughs> a few more options than me. Uh, but in all seriousness, we're both in our late 30s. I think my first game was a 7 1 win over Hull back in 1990, I think it was, even 1990 or 91. What was your first game and what was the year? My first game was that season, but it was the first
1: game of that season and it was against uh, the first home game of that season. It was against Portsmouth and it was 1-0. Guy Whittingham scored for them and then Frank McAvenney scored for us. And that was so right. same season, but just at the start. Okay, of the so
3: let's base this from 1990 onwards. Yeah. Um, Starting with the goalkeeper. Now, one thing that I think we should do with this is not pick someone based on playing one game for West Ham. If, in my opinion, if we were doing worst-ever signings, then you would include the likes of Marco Bugas, Joey Beecham, Sasserilic, for example. Yeah. But if we're talking about the worst eleven. I think it's fair to at least say they have to have had a handful of games. Okay. By a handful, maybe five or six onwards. Yeah,
1: because yeah. the thing is, well, the, the risk you have got is that obviously if you're a crap player, you're not going to play many games. Hopefully, because the manager <laughs> will realise. Yeah, of that course. You, that you're rubbish of course. Of so if they
3: let's say if they've had five or six yeah, appearances, okay. then 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 they can get in. Uh, starting with the goalkeeper, can we see past Roberto? Oh, no, I was just thinking that it's funny because people always say Alan at
1: night. Firstly, that's just before yep. nineteen ninety. Second of all, was he really as bad as Roberto? I know they called him "animate nightmare," yeah. but I, I, he can't have been. I like Roberto's time at West Ham was absolutely disastrous. I mean, you yep. know, you know, for for one thing, that cunt's not going to catch Corona. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so I think. I think that's, I don't think
3: like, I've ever heard you say the word "cunt" in bit, three and a half years of doing this look, podcast. Asked.
1: it was alliteration it was a C and Corona's a C so it was the, it was the most uh, most appropriate word to use what I was going to say and you know what I didn't rehearse that that just came out um, just freestyled that was freestyled that was completely that off the hit to be fair I never use that word I actually don't like that word but
3: because Corona <laughs> begins with a C for this for this sounded very natural mate it sounds um, like it's a word you use quite quite frequently I'd mm, have said. only when describing you mate <laughs> <laughs> you've done me now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah so I think there's,
1: there's no one else. I mean, who are other contenders? I mean, you say Sasa but as you say, he played one game, let four, in, yeah, one game. Who else? Roy really? Carroll, Stephen Bywater But they were decent enough. But Stephen, uh, yeah, Stephen Bywater was in England under twenty-one goalie. Roy Carroll played for Man United.
3: Yeah, know? I mean, yeah, uh, but you're talking about the time at West End. Yeah, but
1: I don't think either were that terrible. I mean, I, um, I mean, yeah, Bywater's debut against Bradford in that, which is still one of my favourite. Yeah. ever games that one where we won. Where he five, conceded four. four. Yeah, well, all mistakes to him and Decanio refused to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. stormed off and Lampard and him had that fight. Oh, it's such a good game that. I can't, I can't think of anyone else. I mean, we had our Munia, but he did all right for us when he was at West Ham. Yeah, I, um, yeah.
3: I don't think it's too harsh to talk about them as a possibility. I think it would be harsh to to name either of them uh, as the worst goalkeeper oh, West Ham have had since 1990, yeah. but but purely because. Roberto just is there by a country mile. He's the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life. But it was, not just at West Ham.
1: But it was, the thing is as well with keepers, obviously, that position. You need to have confidence. And I'm not even sure it was that because, you know, we both met Roberto. Do you remember? Yeah. In the in players' lounge. Yeah. drop that in. <laughs> yeah. C- can
3: you believe I actually pat him on the back and said, well done today, mate. Yeah, he actually
1: did all right. Because it, 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 it was Sheffield United. It
3: was 1-0. And I actually thought he had quite a decent game yeah. ironically I had a
1: little chat with him but he was obviously he was quite a confident fella yeah but
3: i don't think it was confidence.
1: No. the the things that stood out to me which were massively worrying was his basics like angles and like throwing the ball properly yeah. and it was just simple things that wouldn't be confidence related would it actually be your basic like you know if you stuck me in goal um i would be a terrible goalkeeper because I've never played it before and I'm mm. short as well. So <laughs> I've got every finger counting <laughs> against me. But, um, but I would get angles wrong because I just don't know what I'm doing. And it almost seemed like he was the same. So, it
3: looked like he'd won a competition to play at the West End. Yeah, yeah. Didn't it? It's it did. like they yeah, plucked it him out the stands. It
1: did. And the thing is, like, his signing was so ad- so dodgy. And, you know, the worrying thing was they tried to sign him before he signed Fabianski as a number one. Yeah, I know. I know
3: because you told me, but that is worrying. Um, And then just when you look at the comparisons between Fabianski and Roberto, it makes him look even worse. But I mean, this is probably the easiest decision we'll have to make in this 11, isn't it? So we both agreed Roberto gets the number one shirt. Right, are we going for a 4-4-2?
1: I guess throughout our lifetime, that's probably the formation we've seen most over those years, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. It makes. Sense. I mean,
3: we can change this if, for example, we desperately want three attackers yeah. and we can only think of three midfielders, etc. Yeah. But as a template, let's go with a four-four-two. So now let's look at right backs okay. since nineteen ninety. Yeah. I've jotted down a few here. Do you want me to to call out what I've got? Is do any instantly spring to your mind? I,
1: I was thinking of them actually. Right back is quite tricky in the 90s because you had Tim Breaker who was really solid and really good. You know, Potsy played right back sometimes and then you moved on and you had Shemmel, who was really good, Glenn Johnson Amrity, yeah. played for a bit. Yeah, Lucas Neal. Um, so you sort of mm. go through. There's been some decent. We haven't write-backs. done too bad for right backs, no. really. And the only one that I can really think of, because I haven't done any research, you've obviously.
3: Been... I've done a bit. I haven't okay. done a hell of a lot. No. I've scribbled a few names down.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you've got you've had more time to think about than me. But the one that jumps out, out of my. Um, in my head and it's funny because he had quite a good career before joining us um, was gary charles yeah now he joined us from was it Knotts forest or does um in portugal was it one of those graham since remember in like <laughs> 1995 or whatever it was graham soonest brought over a load of um like english players so he had gary charles you know michael thomas i think wasn't um daniel atkins now, he might have been another team v might have been better battery, but loads of like Dean Saunders I think yeah. right I think Dean yeah Saunders, like load of like, people like that went to um, Galatasaray right? um, do you remember when he walked on the pitch and put the flag yeah. in the middle that was in the derby as well yeah, wasn't it Against, against oh, Batch, you could I feel think. the hatred coming yeah. through that television I, I, like, then as well sense. but he had a set of bollocks on him soon uh, next, to be honest he still has yeah definitely um, he reminds me of first liking football because he was just about the Liverpool yeah. manager well I used right to so. love that
3: sort of player as yeah. a kid and I still do now looking back you're like know, your Vinnie Joneses your, your Dixies you know Oh, your soonesses mm. you know Billy Bremners all these pla- they're proper men proper men in football and that don't exist anymore
1: no and that was when he was before he became liverpool manager wasn't he rangers manager and that was when rangers had like that english <laughs> contingent you know they had like um uh trevor stephen and gary stephen mark haitley and yeah, uh, yeah people like that terry butcher yeah so it was like that was when like scottish football was actually a fairly decent well still as it is now rangers and celtic were yeah the two teams but uh some good players there but um gary charles he came uh i was quite excited about his sign i thought he was a very good player for forest famously the one that gaza did his knee ligaments t- fouling yeah in the that's cup right final. but then he was an alcoholic wasn't he, he got what, found, gary charles yeah, he got found slumped in a car pissed out of his head did and, he yeah pretty sure if you google it now you're the man with the laptop in front of you if I you didn't google know that it, i'm pretty sure and um yes he's the one that stands out to me anyway but um Who have you got on your list? Well,
3: Lars Jacobson.
1: I thought he was all right. He wasn't a great signer, but for what we've got a free transfer, I thought he was all right. I suppose you probably have to look at
3: what we've paid as well. It depends how you're judging this. Yeah, but but
1: I thought he was all right. Lars Jacobson.
3: Yeah. um, Mark Bowen?
1: Yeah, now that's an interesting... Was he a right back or a left
3: back? I'm sure he was a right back. Okay. I, I,
1: sure, no, I think he was a left back. Do you think he was a left yeah, back? Yeah, because I'm thinking of Norwich, right? 1985, I think Culverhouse was the right back, and Bowen was the, the left back. See, I would have, let's have a look. Very
3: confident said ben. right
1: back there. Even though he won't be able to eat a curry for about eight or nine. <laughs> to be fair, I've still not been paid for the other ones, you know what I mean? So, um, I, I thought
3: he was a left back, but... A, yeah, left back. Get oh, in. was he really? Get I'm guessing. pleased he didn't agree to that carry bear. Was <laughs> he actually left back? I was yeah. convinced he was a. No, cause a I, right the back. only
1: reason I can remember him being a left back was because, like I said, that Norwich team that he played in. I could, I mean, not without, as I said, I you know know a bit about Norwich, but when you think of that team that beat Bayern Munich in the. Well uh, Jeremy Goss yeah, is Yeah, Jeremy Goss is. I'm pretty sure Culverhouse was the right back and Bowen was the left back.
3: Yeah. You do have a a, a quite concerning amount of affection for I Norwich City, don't you? don't name you?
1: that. Norwich team that Yeah, that's a 11. bit
3: concerning.
1: Mate, I've worked for them. So <laughs> when you work for them you do it is a nice family club and it's good atmosphere. A lot of my friends support them. Like yeah. I said I don't support Norwich, but I just know quite a lot about them.
3: No, it's fair enough. Um Scaloni now was uh, he yes. yeah. he's got he's got to yeah, be up there he? Yeah. no one's ever going to forgive him for the no, FA Cup I final right rightfully so yeah. Um. I don't remember him doing anything special up until that mistake no. to be honest I, think it was I wouldn't say oh, yeah, yeah. he's the worst player in the no. world but he didn't play that many games for West Ham no. and his most memorable moment yeah. will go down in history mm-hmm. as an unforgivable error yeah so I'm kind of leaning towards giving that to him. Yeah, I think when you think, like you say, the impact
1: on West Ham's history. I mean, Gary Charles's time at West Ham was fairly insignificant. It was very injury-plagued shock. Um, mm. But uh, he, it was like, yeah, it wasn't really significant in the grand scheme of things, was it? Um, but it was. But Scaloni's was... Um, was uh was huge so i think yeah you got to go for that yeah gary charles i've just put into google gary charles drunk and um, the, <laughs> first, <laughs> the first thing that comes up is charles admits to abandoning car a former england international gary charles who was found in a drunken stupor is that the right word that the stupor, word? stupor <laughs>
3: That's stupid It's That's a posh way of saying yeah, exactly, it exactly
1: yeah on the floor of his sports car after he ploughed into a garden wall has admitted leaving another vehicle abandoned on a slip road so yeah, he <laughs> his, yeah, clearly had his issues but uh, <laughs> I think <clears throat> yeah I think you got to go Scaloni yeah
3: Robbie Stockdale oh yeah was he on the right or the left I
1: think he's right yeah
3: if he's on the right For me, I think it's probably between Stockdale and Scaloni. Yeah, it's a good shout.
1: I remember uh, Stockdale's debut was Tottenham in the League Cup when Zamora scored for Tottenham against us. I was at that game. Oh, right. Was that that his debut, was it? I remember it, yeah. Right. I mean, again,
3: a handful of games. Uh, So you can argue, okay, didn't play 20, 30, 40, 50. But in my opinion, I can't remember the exact figure. I think it was less than 10. In my opinion, it was still enough games to say, okay, this fella can play or he can't. And he was shit, wasn't he? Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah,
1: rubbish. rubbish. Um, I think you have to go for Scaloni because mm. I just think of the impact he had on West Ham's history. As you say, forever remembered for that mistake in the cup final. It's just harsh to be remembered for one mistake, but because he didn't do anything else other mm. than that that I can think of, mm. really, of significance, then I think it has to be him.
3: Let's go with him, shall we? Yeah. Uh, right, let's go to the other side now. Just look at the left. Uh, anyone jump out at you or straight Bowen away? Was someone I thought of. This right, morning. so he could be considered. Yeah,
1: for me, like, it's really strange because he had a really good career again. Very he consistent. Did. Yeah, Orange, he did. Played a lot of times for Wales was in when Wales actually were quite. You know, randomly had really good players. You know, Dean Saunders, Ian Rush, yeah. Neville Southall, yeah. Mark, Mark Hughes, Ryan Giggs. Yeah, a uh, really decent team. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I just remember when he joined West Ham, what was it, about 1995, and I remember, do you remember that Hammer's News magazine that used to, can you get it from the news agents? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. So, Brilliant um, that was. Yeah, I remember him being a feature and being genuinely excited about yeah. him, and then I just remember the next season giving him <laughs> a lot of abuse, yeah. and I remember, like, so I used to sit in the East stand-up, I remember giving him a lot of abuse, and I must have been, what, if it was 1995, <laughs> about 14, so 14, I remember some bloke turned around and goes, easy mate, easy mate, what's your, problem with him and i just said he's shit mate like that and he went i oh, shut your mouth you um, something you young like it was like a really old word like scallywag or a, a ruffian or something like that and it still yeah. sticks in my head i can still picture that man um, <laughs> and that was over mark Bowen. yeah that was over mark Bowen. so i think he has got to be contender um, do you remember that Oh, what was his name? LeBant. Vladimir LeBant. Yeah, he came, I do remember him. He was meant to be a free-kick specialist, wasn't he? I don't remember that. Yeah, he was brought in. He was a left foot. He was meant to, wherever he came from, Slovenia or Slovakia. Yeah. One of those two, I think. Slovakia, I'm going to go with. He um he was meant to be a free-kick specialist. And I remember his debut was away against Chelsea in the Cup, which I was also at. Which yeah. Which was also, uh, which was a one-all. I think Freddy Canute scored for us towards the end. And, um. Yeah, another memory I've got from that game. Sorry, I'm really going off on a tangent here, but uh, we Chelsea, oh, we were in the lower tier. Of the Matthew Harding, I think, and the Chelsea fans were in the upper tier above. And we, I went with about three or four mates, and we just scored in the end to make it one all, which for a West Ham fan, that's good. And I remember this woman giving us a load of abuse. Couldn't really hear what she was saying. She was in the upper tier, and I remember I turning round to my mates, going, "Yeah, watch this, lads watch this." Like <laughs> okay, a uh, big tits you've got, no small tits, small tits you've got got effing small tits like that and then <laughs> i should admit this got some really sexy stuff this is like 25 years ago and she lifted up her top and went with her boobs did she but weren't but weren't, weren't as small as i'd harshly said but i didn't actually say they were small with any evidence i just said it as a way to insult yeah. her and so she, she got the that, last laugh she did she got them out and we were me and my mates were like whoa and yeah. happy days happy days mate um, you done well then mate I know I did and considering it was a long way away I don't know how she heard but I think <laughs> the actions was giving it away mate um, so yeah so uh, wait but mate wait, Wayne Quinn Wayne Quinn yeah, out for yeah. Me because he didn't he end up and I think this is a true story as well <laughs> I think he ended up like dropping down the league playing for Plymouth for a season and then ended up playing for like Newquay Town when he was like age 27 like 3 years or 2 yeah. years think, where I he should out. be in his peak yeah he's like, we Should be, and I think he mm. was managed Managed, and he can correct me if I'm wrong. by <laughs> DJ Leon,
3: <laughs> do you know what? You've told me this story uh, Zach, before. Oh, there
1: you go. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure the old Upton <laughs> Park um, DJ and DJ Leon get on the blow on the and tell us otherwise. I'm pretty sure he managed him at Newquay Town. Oh man, uh, that's no, funny. Dis- no disrespect to DJ Leon, because I'm sure he's a great manager. <laughs> you know, going from West Ham to, to that in two years is probably quite uh, that is grade. a. Fall from grace and half, and I
3: mean, you know, some people have a a slight decline in their career, but fuck me to go from West Ham to Nukie Town when you're 27. I know.
1: What has happened now? Well, the stupid thing was as well. I think he started his career at like Sheffield United, and I think he went to like Newcastle for about two and a half million, which at the time for his age and um, and the era of football that it was was actually quite a lot of money so a couple of times in his career people have I've just i've just brought him up now um he's also now the player manager of a team called mousehole which basically <laughs> <laughs> which, which also sums up his career i didn't know that but that's according to this so mousehole. so mousehole let's find out where mousehole Fucking play hell. so mousehole are called the seagulls and they play at trungle park in mousehole and they are in the South West Peninsula League but where the hell is Mount in Cornwall there oh, you go. that's unbelievable yeah, it's in Cornwall right quite almost as far never eat shredded wheat as far west as you can go but it looks a bit on the map but um yeah, and he, so he was at Sheffield United, played 139 games for them, even got in the England B team, then joined Newcastle, then he went on loan back to Sheffield United after 11 games in three years at Newcastle, West Ham loaned him for 22 games, and then he ended up playing for Penzance. Um, so it must have been then. I'm sure. I'm sure he played for Newquay Town, Falmouth Town, and he's been at Mouse Hole since Jesus. 2013. So if he, he says he's, he's born 1976, so when he left West Ham in 2004, he would have been
3: doing math uh, Well, then. you're supposed to be a better mathematician than yeah, me. 28. So that's indie. unreal. Peak of his career. That is, unreal. and, and he, it's not even like you can blame it on injuries. I don't no. think, I think he was a croc, was he? I mean, no. he was a croc of shit, but he was <laughs> not cropped medically. No, exactly.
1: That's what. Not, not that is like
3: unbelievable. that yeah. I'd love to speak to Wayne. I'd love to get him on this podcast, yeah, and hear his story about how do you go from playing from West Ham United to someone like that in such a short period of time, when you're still at your peak. I know. I mean, it's a surprise to see footballers drop to that level when they're 35, 36. Yeah. But that's that's an unreal story, that. And do you know what's weird, though? If you look as well, I
1: was thinking about this, about 90s football, because obviously I knew we were going to do this today. And I was thinking about players that played for, like, Arsenal and Manchester United. So, like, your, your top <clears throat> team, say. And do you like people like, remember Ian Selly that played for yeah, Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. played a number of years in yeah. the field. did he break dropped? his leg? I think that was Morrow. Steve Morrow. But either way, well, he might have done. But both of them, Morrow scored the winner in a cup. for Tony Adams knocked yeah. him off his back. Uh, yeah, that he, was funny. His career just fell apart. Ian say David Hillier, yeah um, Francis Jeffers. Francis Jeffers When he made the big move to yeah, Arsenal, uh, Man United. I There's loads are, actually, to Russell be Beardsmore. Yeah, yeah Beard, Beardsmore was that his name? Yeah, Ben Fawnley was meant to be better than Beckham, but I know he had injuries and stuff. But some players just literally. Yeah. Look at Ravel Morrison. I know. You know. At one point, considered the best thing and then yeah. he's now on loan well even that well.
3: even that that famous period at West Ham where we had all your Joe Coles etc yeah. Bertie Braley yeah. I think at the time was a name that was spoke about more than, yeah. than the players that went on to be some of the best in the world he
1: actually follows me on, but so I've actually got to know Bertie Braley quite well um, yeah. on Twitter because he um, he was very close to um, oh who was that coach that
3: passed away oh yeah uh, yeah Peter Braybrook. that's
1: it yeah um he um he was close to him and we did a bit of work together to try and um get some kind of memorial for him and um yeah I mean there's players that have just like fallen away having played for top top teams like and you just think what happens to you you know like Lee Sharp do you remember how good Lee Sharp was yeah through for Manchester United yeah amazing then he went to Lee I know again he probably had injuries he fell away really really quickly um so, you know and um yeah. So and, uh, it's it's sad. I see. mean
3: um I've just checked on Twitter to see if he follows me and uh, he doesn't, so fuck him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> Obviously it wasn't good enough to make it, bottom line. <laughs> Moving on. Um right, centre halves, uh one that screams at me straight away was because I remember watching him and I couldn't believe how bad he was, and that was Pogatets. Yeah. I mean uh, one of the ugliest geezers I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah. Um he was he was horrendous. Pogatetz, terrible. But uh, then uh, again, he had a decent career. I know, uh, I know. Like, but we it's... we've got to judge this on West Ham. Yeah. But what, I don't know what it is with with West Ham. You know, we, we've we've taken so many punts. We're always that team that takes a punt on someone that's you know a bit of a low in their career on the fringes of a first team or in the twilight years, always hoping that we're going to restore some of that magic, and it very rarely happens. Yeah. You know, it did with like Ian Wright, for example. That was a fantastic signing. But, you know, this is a prime example. Um, winter. yeah, yeah. Winterburn. Nigel Winterburn. Yeah, yeah, Nigel Winterburn. Um, Pocket I mean, for me, I'd be very surprised if you can name someone that should be in there over him i've got
1: two possible contenders remember
3: Um, there's two center halves yeah
1: so i've got two that could possibly be the center back partnership and leaving Pogatets out which okay which is not what i'm 100% saying is true because Pogatets was as you said awful i just remember him giving away fouls all the time and just being so off the pace one was Roger Johnson, the yep. Renegator. Yeah. Now that, I just keep, every time I think of him, I think of that Man City goal where he was just like backtracking, <laughs> backtracking up the whole I know, house, exactly the goal you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Yaya Torre, was it a thing? Um, yeah, that and Gary Breen. You know, yeah. The, Gary Breen was linked.
3: With Barcelona. With,
1: yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. Real Madrid, all the top teams, because he just got off the back of 2002 World Cup with Ireland, where he'd been one of the best players. And now that is the team when we had (laughs) Di Canio, we just finished seventh in the league, I think, we had Di Canio, Canuta, that was the team that got relegated in 2003 or whatever it was. And that team, aside from Gary Breen was amazing. David James, Glenn Johnson, um, Rufus Brevitt was alright. You you had Repka and Daly which weren't great at the time but they were Mm. okay. You had Joe Cole, Michael Carrick, Trevor Sinclair, D'Angelo Defoe, Canute. You had so many good players but Gary Breen was so terrible every time he played. Mm.
3: I would say he was a large
1: factor in us getting relegated as harsh as that is. He was poor.
3: He was poor and uh, those two names are, are, are the two... Um, other options I've got, as well as, I mean, Richard Hall I, I think is harsh because I think he suffered with injuries. I think he played seven games in three years for the, West Ham. Someone said
1: at the podcast, it was at one of our events. I was it John Hartson, yeah, John Hartson. said and I was really shocked by this. Someone asked him like, "Who was some of the toughest center about she played against in your career?" And he said Richard Hall. And he said, and, th- and then he joined West Ham, and he was like Richard. He did said, he? Yeah, I'm sure he did because I remember because I remember turning to Ian, the guy that. You know, it does yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the memorabilia stuff. I remember turning around and saying to him, Did he just say Richard Hall? And I said, it was in the ex West Ham Defender? And he definitely did. So I think I think he was. I mean, obviously for West Ham he wasn't because he didn't play many games. But before that, and um, Simon Webster got his leg broke, didn't he? Was that Dixie? Wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then broke his again, and ended up being a physio. Funnily enough, for (laughs) Derby County, (laughs) ironically. Yeah. um,
3: Um, So it's true. I mean, you know, it would be harsh to put either of them in there, but I'm just kind of brainstorming for nostalgia on everything else. I mean, Gary Strodder
1: Oh, yeah, Ward. He always says that. Yeah, he played.
3: I looked him up earlier on. I think Gary Stroud played in the region of about 60 games. I don't know if he left in 89. As opposed to ninety, I've
1: been a reserve player when I first started going. So I remember that. You know you had those sticker yeah, albums. Yeah, and I remember, yeah, Like every year, and I remember Gary Strada. <laughs> speaking of sticker albums, sorry, one memory that really came to me is that you always used to get Panini, didn't you? you remember, yeah, yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was your top dog of sticker albums. Yeah. And then about nineteen ninety five, Merlin suddenly arrived on yeah, the scene. It. Do you remember? That, that was more my cup of tea. Yeah, well, to then be I honest. made a controversial switch from Panini to Merlin. Big news. Yeah, and that was big news at yeah, the time because yeah. all my Mates were like, it's Panini, mate, what are you doing? I was like, nah, it's all about the Merlin. And you know when you want to try and be different? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think I did that. <laughs> I've still got that sticker album. Have you but really? I've got about maybe 25 stickers missing because all my mates were Panini. I couldn't do swaps. Yeah, of course. So I, I had to actually And that was them. a key part of it, wasn't right, it? Your swapsies were
3: massive. Huge part of socialising yeah, in those yeah, days. Yeah.
1: Playtime, lunchtime, wet play. Swap, swap, no, what was it? Got, got, need. Need got got yeah. got need and the shine is you'd always have to yeah. trade a couple for that. And um, and they're
3: like, Come on, X, just stop this now. You got work in the morning, mate. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Funny, you <laughs> say that I actually did get with my girls, I did get the year of well world cup, yeah, that's I right. Completed that, but that was through cheating. I bought some off eBay. But <laughs> I for the Merlin sticker album in 1995, I ebayed it out of interest. They still have the stickers available, really. So I was actually going to go through when I've got time, which is probably now the coronavirus, yeah, go through and actually work out who I still need oh. pay for them an email. actually finish my sticker album 25 years or whatever it is well afterwards. do you know what
3: the, the, the one name that haunted me then and it still haunts me now because I had a Merlin sticker book probably the same year it depends when this player was there and I just had one sticker missing and it was Stuart Ripley. Do you really? remember him I from Blackburn? He was quite a common one. Might, oh, you mate, would have thought so, if wouldn't you? We were
1: you? mates in those days. Yeah, since we're having shit loads of Stuart. Oh, they? see,
3: that makes me feel even worse. I now. know. I probably
1: got one at home still <laughs> knocking around. <laughs> I remember Steve Stone being a, a quite a common. Uh, one, Stevie Stone. Sure. And yeah. Do you, do you remember like how? Old footballers used to look then, yeah. but now I'd be older than everybody. Yeah, I I, do you know what? That is but quite like, a but depressing they used fault. Always look really yeah. old. Yeah, like a sticker. I remember like you'd always get. You know, they'd always do. David like, Speedy was one of the the, <laughs> the oldest looking yeah. I've ever uh, seen. they like, would always put randomly in the old Panini albums. You'd get the cha- uh, top division <laughs> one, and you get the top <laughs> Scottish <laughs> one. And yeah, yeah. You know, there'd always be some random centre back for like St Mirren or like Dundee United, and yeah. they'd, but they'd look about fifty-five. <laughs> mean, everybody like, <laughs> how is that? going Guy is still playing. Another oh, no. old guy that sticks in my head that from sticker albums was a guy played for Everton called Derek Mountfield. Do you remember him? As I a remember him. Oh, Kevin Ratcliffe, Wardy uh, uh, know? yeah, and yeah. I just remember him having a mustache and being really old looking, <laughs> and Neville South always looked like a, yeah, yeah, a he did actually, yeah. yeah. Although Wardy says again, he was the best keeper he ever played. Yeah, he did. Parks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think. Gary Strodder, so that was what I was going to do, probably was just before our time, I don't remember ever seeing him play, no I don't actually, I think he might have been in the squad, But, um, you should watch him on the old VHS tapes yeah, about in it. So oh, so he, he does qualify? Well, I reckon he left that summer probably, so we probably didn't see him play. I'd let him through the net if um, you? if you wanted to I just use don't know him because he was but,
3: shit. Yeah, but I don't. I never, and Waldie will always because he played with him. He said Gary Strouda was awful. And Tommy
1: McQueen didn't he? So I don't know what position uh, he was. But... Yeah, I think he did. He
3: did mention that yeah. as well.
1: But I, I think if we're gonna go on who we saw, for me, it would be Pogatetz.
3: Oh, no. so you would go with Pogatex, would you? With
1: either Roger Johnson or Gary I thinking. But Malcolm Mackay? No, he was all right. Malcolm Mackay again next year. He Lourdes, was quite happy with him. Yeah, he was all right. He was solid. He was strong. Scored a header in the playoff, didn't he? When we, yeah, when he I, su- I suppose.
3: You'd have to take that into account, wouldn't you? Andy Melbourne um... wasn't great Melville, yeah, Pitt, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, so and they were a partnership as well, yeah. weren't they? Oh, that's
1: the old sense God, that that's a sense partnership. That's when Darren Blewett played. Yeah, no yeah, he was so resentful. Yeah, yeah, shots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What uh, about Fonty?
3: I mean, is that harsh to harsh, include him in right. conversation? You thought he was alright. He wasn't no I way I thought he was shit. It was no that. way worth the money
1: we paid, but he had some decent well I remember at one point thinking he'd had quite a decent start to the season. So he did mm. have some decent uh, he's still playing, you know? He plays in France, I think.
3: Does he? For Lyon or something he plays with Leonard or something. I thought he was awful for us and it came with quite a bit of expectation as well. well Southampton's, Southampton's, Southampton's captain. captain. I remember when we played Southampton away,
1: everyone in the what's that pub you always go to in Southampton? It's like a chain um Oh, damn it. It's a common pub like... What, Slug and Letters or something. like that yeah. might even be the Slug and Letters. I can't remember now, but you go in there and everyone was singing Jose Fonte, baby. Yeah, that's it. Jose yeah, Fonte, yeah. World. Yeah, that lasted long. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think I'm going to go Pogatets and I'm going to go for... Gary Breen I think Johnson was probably a worse player but mm. I don't think he had as big an impact on West Ham negatively. no
3: and he, he did come in at a very difficult time Johnson as well didn't he I yeah, think um, yeah. so we're going for Pogatets and Breen yeah I think so, so yeah. that's our back five sorted yeah right midfielders I remember as it stands with picking four if we're sticking with a 4 4 two. Yeah. Uh, I mean the, the first name that comes to me is Savio Um. Is
1: Oh, I was brought as Craig Bellamy's replacement.
3: I seem to remember him on the left wing. I think Unless I'm did. losing my no, mind. I
1: think he did do that. I think he was like one of those, like, yeah, left wingers, stroke forward, like, like Henri was. I'd like, I'd liked, I would
3: like to class him as a winger purely because we've got so many forwards to get through.
1: See, I, Yeah, yeah. So we're doing left wing now, are we?
3: Yeah, I mean, with Savio, I mean, he was. When you talk about players that are lightweight, he was, he was such an anti-climax and such a disappointment. Like was well, yeah, he paid £10 million, I think, at the time, which was a lot of money for him. But he was absolutely shocking. And the funny thing, years and years later, and I know you know this, and I'm sure <laughs> all the listeners know this as well, is that he faked his own kidnapping to extort his family. So I don't know if it was with friends or what, but or he's made the call himself but somehow notified his family that he'd been kidnapped and the kidnappers want, I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand pounds for his release. And then he would just pocket that money.
1: It's just unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's, you know it's
3: just the world of West Ham. Anyone that, that comes into contact with West Ham is just cursed, I'm telling you. Right,
1: this is the <laughs> fact. So, so I've loaded up his career just to see what he's doing. He's yeah. still only 30. <laughs> <Is me>? He's <laughs> still only 30. So he have is he going, really? This seems to be going on for Jesus years and years Christ. And, years. and um so his career, pressure, starts at pressure. He'd be 30 years Rest old. West Ham signed him. Played 10 games to West Ham. Yeah, no goal awful. Yeah. Went to Fiorentina. I think that's we got Manuel de Costa. Um, yeah. Some kind of exchange. Played for Bologna. Not bad. 1860 Munich on loan. And this is where it gets interesting <laughs> after that. Uh, Mousehole. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what my pronunciations are like? So yeah. So bear with me on this. But, uh, he's got a nice loan uh, speller. Cherna moretz And then he goes Blimey, on loan mate. to Juve Stabia. Then he goes to Vaslui Then he goes to Spuvguk Unterhashning. Then, go- then he goes to Victoria Cohn. Then he goes to At- Atreu. Then Barrow. Then Liatva Jonava. Then Pippin Stripe. And then Veriyinya. And then. Uh, and- <laughs> I fucking love it. he's and only 30 now he's playing currently as it's of clubs and years he's been alive he's playing for he's playing for Armin München which I'm guessing is in Germany because München <laughs> is obviously Munich Um, so God it doesn't even tell me what league they play oh in. that's and unbelievable so, this is a real sign that he is it's clearly a rubbish team because it's all in German <laughs> you know you can yeah. Wikipedia most yeah. things are in yeah. English based on your I'd love um, to know how much he's on well, gee, mate, he played not three times for German under-20s, you know. He must be on, like, 50 quid, mate. That's incredible. And when he joined West Ham, he was like, I don't know how much did we sign him for. We signed him for around nine million. They? Yeah. They to replace Craig so Bell. a lot of mate. money at the time for West Ham. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it says here he got an assist for Jack Collinson's goal against Man City that shocks me that does because I never saw him do anything good with the football
3: I mean he was quick but it was just useless pace because he had no control he was too lightweight he didn't know how to, to use his runs he didn't get in good positions he was awful and again I don't know I know they would have scouted him from a different league yeah. in a different country well,
1: because we had Gianluca Nani do you remember him oh, so, Sorry, yeah, it was one, so it was one of his recommendations he him, so he so came you know, with I mean, a big reputation yeah. at West Ham as yeah. well Nani didn't he yeah I mean he brought a few decent players I mean, he mean brought Barami he was decent I think he might have got Diamante but obviously yeah. massively fouled aid. massively on that yeah. one
3: um, Barrera do you remember him the Mexican yeah. fella you talk about anti-climaxes yeah. He was a massive anticlimax.
1: 2010 World Cup. Yeah, perfect? yes, that's right. And yeah.
3: both these players have pace, and
1: usually, if you've got pace, you can get away with it. Yeah. Again, speaking of the nineties, do you remember the game "Sensible World of Soccer"? Yeah, of course, I do. Legendary. Do you remember the yeah. song for "Sensible World of Soccer"?
3: Oh, uh, you're asking me. You're asking me now. Um, no. He's Not a, off he's top a of my head.
1: Scoring superstar hero. He lets his head. Oh my down god, and god plays that rings a bell. He's yeah, a goal yeah. Superstar hero, <laughs> and that? every granddad says he's a special man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was said. Uh, mate, Google it it's on YouTube. And See, anyway, I remember that song, but my brain isn't placing that with sensible it's soccer. It's definitely sensible. It's obviously sens- just got s- lost in the archives. The world of soccer, right. which Is
1: when you progress from just being able to play, but also to yeah, manage. I'm, now, I yeah, remember. Speaking of pace. No matter what team I was, I signed this <laughs> right back from Rochdale. I'm pretty sure his name was Valentine. In my head, it's Greg ha- Valentine. But I, think, <laughs> but I think Greg Valentine, wasn't he Greg the Hammer Valentine? Yeah, Greg yeah. the Hammer Valentine. So I think I'm getting confused. But he was definitely Valentine. have I been mean, Peter, possibly. And he played right back for Rochdale or someone like that. And if you signed him on Sensible World of Soccer, even if you were like, like whoever the biggest team was in the day, in Milan or whatever, and you stuck him up front, he was the best player because he was just so fast. Yeah. And it didn't matter. You just run past everyone. No, no one could catch you and you score every time. So every game I <laughs> ever played, since of the my top scorer was Valentine and he was just a legend. He <laughs> was a right back as well. Yeah, exactly. But So it shows if you have pace, you can do a lot. Like But like Barrera and... Um, yeah,
3: shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, again, I think you do well to find... Worst options. I mean, you've got Kieran Dyer, yeah. Freddie Lundberg. yeah. I mean, that, uh, fucking hell. Well, that was the start of really our downfall financially as a football club. Wasn't yeah. I mean, Freddie Lundberg, what was what was he on? 90 grand a week at West Ham? Do
1: you know what he um, did? This is when we had the, the Biscuit Barons that just got carried away with everything. Yeah. I don't know if I've told this story and I haven't prepared it, so I can't remember exactly what happened, but I'm pretty sure West Ham tried to sign him and Lauren. you know, the, the, the right-hand press. Yeah, for us. yeah. Oh, and um like neither of them particularly wanted to come. So Lumber they spoke to Lundberg separately and they said to Lundberg like, Okay, so what, what Lauren's much- up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, said how much money do you actually want to join West Ham? And he said like, you know, as you would in a negotiation when you've been given that kind of power. Yeah. Like something ridiculous. Like he went, like I don't know, let's just say eighty thousand and then the West Ham went, right, fine, here's ninety thousand. Like that. and that's oh, how it was never him. going to end well, was no, it? No, exactly. And then obviously he came, you know, Fucking massive hell. reputation at Arsenal. Yeah. I think he scored a couple of goals for us, but uh, yeah, never yeah. lived that. was his the... retirement check when yeah, it came at the West End, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Sean Newton. Oh yeah, another uh, uh, person we've off the record. And yeah, he, he suspended uh, for cocaine. Yeah, uh, who was the
3: one that got done for Robin houses? In well, the... I think it was him. It was him, yeah, wasn't I
1: it? Think it was him. Yeah, played in the playoff final. I think 2004. Did he come as a sub? In 2004 oh, I, I, I can't it. remember, I'm pretty sure he did, and um, uh, he um, I'm sort of googling it again, but yeah, he definitely had um, drug issues.
3: Jesus, uh,
1: so I think you got a lot of options there, so yeah. There on the I, th- I think um, you
3: have. I mean, and Andy Impey, yeah,
1: oh yeah, I thought he was terrible, at the yeah, playing yeah. a decent team, but yeah, I, I
3: agree, and I think that probably covered up just how bad he was to be honest with you yeah. the fact that we, he did play a decent team yeah. I mean you know your centre mids I mean well actually Torre even in recent times yeah. could be up there to think that you know Bilic wanted to sign him on a permanent didn't he Yeah. for £14 yeah. I think yeah. it was Yeah. and then I think it was the ball that said no let's loan him first yeah. Fucking the only good thing they've done for this club I like.
1: mean yeah he was dreadful wasn't he I mean mm. absolutely awful and that's I've actually forgotten about him but that I, does really
3: if my memory serves me correctly my memory is shit the best thing I saw Torre ever do was, was incredible, actually.
1: the great cross, wasn't it? It
3: was one of the best crosses I've ever seen yeah, to yeah. Antonio yeah. to head the winner against Bournemouth at home, yes, I think. Yes, yeah. That was a phenomenal cross. Yeah. Other than that, he'd done nothing for West yeah, Ham. Awful. I mean, he is Please a see de- the back of him. He is a
1: definite contender,
3: that's for sure. Um, I mean, so, so you talk about your wingers, and I really do feel drawn to Savio and Barrera there because of how good they wasn't and yeah. the anti-climax that came with them because there was big expectation. You can argue that, obviously, with the likes of Dyer, Lundberg, Newton, Impey, Torre. The can you
1: cost about a million a game for every minute oh, or like that, uh,
3: right? Yeah, I know, I know, it's incredible. I mean, you happy with those choices as wingers or are we missing a trick with someone?
1: Um, Sean Newton actually started the playoff final. He started Preston. it, did he? Yeah, he played 82 minutes. Did he? Minutes, yeah. 82 minutes he played don't remember that like, i don't remember that one that i was at it yeah me I got too absolutely smashed that's the most drunk i've ever been at a football <laughs> match because we got to wales at about 10 o'clock yeah I was with three of my mates we completely over compensated to get there in time yeah and we just drunk and drunk and drunk in wales and i can barely remember the game i think you do have to go with, i think i would go with torre would you? Yeah, and Savio. Then if we if we classify Savio as a winger, I think Berrera so, played that yeah. like 26 games. It? He wasn't, like, any good, but he wasn't awful. Whereas I remember Torre being awful. And, yeah. Yeah. So there's something that seems to be in my head that we're missing someone, fairly obvious. There's someone like it feels like I'm niggling away with someone that Uh-oh.
3: should... I mean, I am really am... Yeah, because I think you make a fair point. I mean, it's... With Barrera, am I being a little bit too harsh? Because with Savio, instantly I think horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Barrera, do I think he was horrendous or am I just overwhelmed with just how disappointed I was because I expected him to be 10 times better than he was? Mm. So, you could probably argue that Torre should be in over Barrera. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd be prepared to go with that okay good stuff uh, in terms of the wingers do you remember um, I guess he's more of a central midfielder but do you
1: remember um, what was his first name I think it was Louis Louis Jimenez
3: uh yeah, I do remember him. He
1: played for Inter Milan and came with a massive reputation. And I think he only scored a penalty for us. But he was like, what was he called like the Jaw or something? He was like meant to be this the next best thing. He was amazing on Football Manager. I remember that. I do remember and, that name. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure he was pretty dreadful. But I'm thinking he was more of like an attacking central midfielder than um than a winger. But uh, yeah do you know if we're talking about central midfield yeah there's two names that immediately spring to mind that i can just remember giving so much abuse to yeah one was edward Cisse. yeah who's another one of that 2003 team that was just dreadful yeah awful player and again he had a decent (laughs) career but for some reason oh i've actually bought a few more just coming to my head now absolutely dreadful Kovach. yeah, I thought he was awful. Scored a great goal at Everton away, but I thought he was <laughs> yeah. awful. And then I've just thought of Christian Bazilla. I'm not sure how many games he God, played I've for forgotten us. about him. I think he might have only played one or two, so I don't know if he technically counts, but it was just like a nightclub bouncer turning up. Um, <laughs> you, like, Giot... poor
3: man's Vivian Foe, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, really? exactly.
1: Do you remember Lasana? Was it the side of his player name Diarra who played for France? Like yeah, yeah, club. yeah. Massive he had a big career. Massive I'm sure career. he did. Then he that play for Madrid as well. Somebody like that. Yeah, and I, I remember thinking he was.
3: Like, and he was shit. And
1: was I forgot got injured, I think. But I remember thinking what a disappointment he was. Um, Nigel quasi has got to be in there oh, yeah, as well, not yeah, yeah, forgot that. He about was him. poor as well. And wasn't there another midfielder around about the same time as Christian Biscila, who was like the same as him, just like but just all equally as shit. <laughs> um, unless I'm thinking of Say, But I'm sure mm. there was someone else that was in Central Midfield that was that bad. Um, I think for me... Yeah. I think definitely Say, And I think probably Kovac. I just thought all, both mm. of them were awful.
3: Sise and Kovac. Yeah. See, I'm surprised that you you wouldn't put kwazi in now.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a fair shout to be fair um and he got he'd been relegated about five times he? Another <laughs> yeah another legator louis yeah. jimenez is still playing right? is he really yeah he plays for palestino <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> yeah. better than mousehole i suppose well, exactly but the thing is before joining us he played for fiorentina he played for lazio inter milan played for us that's unbelievable he's the curse yeah. of west ham know, i'm exactly. telling you um, it's unreal uh yeah quasi is not a bad shout Let's put Quazi in instead of Kovach then, because at least Kovac scored a yeah. couple of decent goals. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, and, so, and I think he was all right when he played centre back. but He had a decent game. He get as when he was in midfield. So let's go. In my opinion, I think it's got to be C. Say probably one of the most hated players I ever had playing for West Ham. Yeah, and um, I'm happy with that. And uh, who did you just say Quasi, Yeah,
3: right. So that's the midfield form. We'll recap on the full eleven. Uh, when we are finished but now we come to the attackers and God. I was looking Where's earlier on I mean I, I, I've i made some note and I had to stop after so a while many, mate. It's, it's unbelievable yeah. it is unbelievable I mean if we're going with two I'm not going to tell you who they are yet but despite the fact that we've had so much shit there are two obvious ones for me but um, I want to see if you get those too. Well, some of the obvious ones for
1: me are Owara, who I just remember constantly hitting the post and looking like a dinosaur. Yeah. Not that I would hold that against him, <laughs> but just constantly <laughs> constantly hitting the post and again being disappointed. But I think he played for Arsenal. I think he played for Arsenal in their league winning yeah. season and yeah. just couldn't score a goal for us. Mike Newell, I think he only yep. played four games for us. But again, I think he'd won the league with black, but yeah. not long before that. So he was dreadful. Um I've got uh wasn't this one called Paulo Alves or something, which was who was absolutely diabolical. Again a decent career. I, don't remember him,
3: Paolo Alves. I think he played about I
1: think he was a Portuguese international. I think we signed him round about the same time we got Porfirio. But um again really wasn't very good even though he had a great career. Um I'm thinking I mean Ian Dowie was a poor player, but he got hammer of the year <laughs> runner and scored a few goals, so that would be harsh. I think that'd be massively, yeah, massively harsh. harsh. Um I think and he did alright for us one season. He got about nine, ten goals for us yeah. one season. And that People, goal at Stockport away he took that well yeah. well didn't they? People always say Mike small, but he scored a lot of goals. Yeah, so see I, I think that's harsh. Yeah. He was top scoring the prim- in the top when we first got promoted in that and I remember he was scoring A goal at Arsenal away in that Argentina kit we had, which I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Shout out to the fellow that I can't remember. Who it was. I think I can recognise your Twitter profile. But I can't remember your name. Um That actually sent me that shirt. You know I said I love that. Yeah, shirt. I remember you telling yeah, me, that. Sent me that. Was yeah, really that's a touch because yeah. that
3: was in the BAC era, wasn't it? Yeah, and I or was that Dagnamotus? I
1: think it crossed over. Right. Um, um, so Mike's well, Alex Bunbury, one of the first yeah. players I can remember us ever signing Canadian international. He was. He, he actually scored yeah. a few goals for
3: Canada as yeah, well. He did he did a number a, of appearances for a, their an, national team. An all right
1: record, but came West Ham. I think he made his debut in my first ever. Away game, which was Charlton, um, and I think they just moved to the New Valley or the whatever it was, yeah, from Selhurst Park, and it was nil-nil and uh, that was my first ever league away game my first ever away game which isn't technically away games it was at a neutral ground was the FA Cup semi-final when we lost 4-0 what a game uh, to!
3: I'd love to have been at that that was was Billy Bonds' Clarence Blue Army day
1: if you YouTube that as well you just see minutes of it all I can remember is us losing 4-0 and just constantly Billy Bonds' Clarence Blue Army Billy Bonds' Clarence Blue Army Billy Bonds' proper fans proper fans yeah. Amazing, mate.
3: Um, I think uh, there's two names you haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. I know you're working through them, but I thought they would have been the first on your lips, actually.
1: Um, right, let's go through. I'm probably missing a few. Um, we've had a few. In I mean, a few years. people on Amigo. on Twitter.
3: Me don't see, he was one of the two, but then he for only me. paid for 50 quid, or yeah, a thousand, yeah, a week, a, a thousand pa- pa- But I think yeah. we paid too much, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, We did get value for money from no, that grand a week. Mr. Penalty, he was, shit. Didn't he, he was, yeah, it was terrible. Me, don't. so was Shamak
1: Oh, I've got it, I've got the, yeah. the worst one. it has got up to be in it now, yeah. Oh, right, so they've got a story about him as so sorry, I don't know why i remember I think I'm gonna die So I'm just like <laughs> getting all my stories out there, but so you were talking Benny McCarthy, yeah, yeah, of course. So I've got two stories on that. First of all, my mate and I who used to always have battles of football opinions on um told me he'll score the goals to keep us up mark my words one of the worst quotes ever and when i got married i got married in 2010 when we just signed him and um i was gonna go so we had our main honeymoon in brazil but we're gonna have our mini moon like the thing straight after the wedding in edinburgh but it was when um when uh, the volcanic ash thing happened, do you remember that grounded all the flights? Yeah, yeah, I do So we had that. to cancel Edinburgh because we couldn't fly. It was too far to go. So we wanted to go somewhere reasonably close-ish, but further away. So I, being me, thought, oh, where could we go? Knew that Liverpool were playing West Ham on the Monday. So suggested, why don't we go to Chester? And she was like, Chester, why Chester? And i would looked it. was obviously close enough to get to Liverpool. Yeah. Quite a nice like historical town we were booked into a spa i told her on the sunday whatever it was look this day is yours whatever you want to do have whatever spa treatment you want i'll pay for it this is married life darling welcome to it you've got whatever you want did (laughs) we want so she as i hoped would happen said right monday's your day and she said what do you want to do and i was like well, yeah. <laughs> Funnily, yeah. you can't yeah. make this exactly. up but believe it or not West Ham are playing Liverpool uh, I and I reckon we'll still be able to get tickets because it was on the Sky anyway so we did get tickets went to it um, Benny McCarthy came on as a second half sub I remember and was so yeah. overweight massive. it was just laughable yeah, so overweight and I remember at half time I'd eaten a, a couple of pies because we didn't have time to have dinner Right, so I'd eaten a couple of pies was tempted to throw one of them at him but I didn't eat <laughs> them and then I had he was a bit of
3: a bit of an for the terraces back right, then don't know, you mate,
1: you know, uh, know like calling people yeah. cunts getting birds get
3: their tits out throwing <laughs> pies <laughs> of players
1: <laughs> mate I've grown up since those days <laughs> uh, you know I look back I'm uh, not proud but <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I remember um, and I remember I got food poisoning from those pies so it was literally <laughs> my my paper was to see us lose 3-0 I think Benny Yoon might have scored for them 3-0 see Benny McCarthy the most overweight West-, West Ham player in history and get food poisoning yeah. so there's a lesson for you folks out there do not corrupt your honeymoon round West Ham uh, and
3: again ironically a good player in yeah. his day Benny Mate, McCarthy
1: he was didn't he, he like win the Champions League with Mourinho and Porto uh, do you know I, what I think he did yeah I think he was a, I a think good he premier. did and Blackburn paid a lot of money for him I think he was top scorer in the Premier League at yeah point under South 10.
3: Africa absolutely adoring yeah, on a national level
1: Hero. and then he joined and did he, did he so leave typical. West Ham saying something about Karen Brady. did he say <laughs> I something? I don't know, about... did I'm he? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he had a parting shot because she went in like the sun column as per usual, um, and said how overweight he was. Um, and then uh, he <laughs> fired back and I think he called her the devil with tits. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. I'm the just devil googling, with tits. I'm just googling Karen Brady, Benny McCarthy, uh, Benny McCarthy, labels, vice chair, yeah, the devil with tits. There you go. He <laughs> uh, went
3: wrong, that's the best thing he's ever done for West Ham, well, no, I think. exactly,
1: yeah.
3: But, you know, one name that was thrown around during this discussion on, on Twitter was Jonathan Kaleri, uh, and yeah, do you know, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, a bad yeah, shout, yeah. because he's another player I looked at and thought, this geezer is dog shit. Yeah. Absolutely dog shit. Yeah, he was. do so you remember that bet we had with Vinny? Yes, for Ibiza. <laughs> yeah, if, if McLary
1: yeah. scored the winner in a game, Vince would come to Ibiza, yeah. and he had a was it a one-on-one. Yeah, he nearly did, didn't he? And he hit the post yeah. or something, yeah. and then we were just like, oh yeah. my God, so, so good. He's bad. did he score four in the Europa League the other day no, as well? Probably. There's another classic. So for me to wrap this up, I think you've got to go Benny McCarthy. I think you could probably got to go Meadow. Or, yeah, Mike Newell possibly, but I think I'd go Meadow.
3: I think you've got to, to be honest. I mean, you could easily go a 4-3-3. And wow. have free strikers. Like,
1: mate, you could have like a we, team of free strikers. You could, yeah. I, I mean, we've
3: ball. signed some Frank Noble as well. He was yeah. awful yeah I'm absolutely sure. yanif katan i mean
1: yeah that was a disaster Gosh, Bellion, Bellion. Him. i think he yeah. came from man united didn't it? Yeah, it did. he? yeah he did he was shit huge rep shakes you remember uh, Youssef Sofian? Uh, yeah that we yeah. signed a of free track, i do so it's yeah let to be the next on read yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and all he did didn't he date uh, someone from big brother uh, i don't know i'm pretty did sure he? he did yeah i don't know where i've got these right yeah it's like, like encyclopedia of I'm actually sure quite interesting facts and that's all that he ever did in, in life and uh yeah, I mean, no. mate, there was there was absolutely hundreds. I of mean,
3: David there. Kelly, I think he left Just in nineteen ninety. Yeah, possibly again, even eighty nine. He was he was, was poor. Again, he though, was bad. A player that we
1: beat competition of like massive clubs off the yeah. side. Frank McAvaney's replacement was it or Tony Curtis' replacement? One of them. Yeah,
3: um, in disastrous era. That know, was mate, there's he like there's he was like, part of that eighty nine shower of shit? We yeah, got relegated. Exactly. I mean, so a few people threw Maiga in there. But for what he did against yeah, Tottenham, no, no, no. you can't put he him in the worst. He a good goal
1: against Southampton. I think he got a decent one against Chelsea. Yeah, so exactly. He, he did enough. Apparently, me,
3: you know? his biggest problem was he didn't listen. He didn't take instructions from coaching staff. Really? That came from Sam Allardyce. He said, yeah. "You know what? I don't actually think he was a bad player." And apparently, that was like a present to him from Golden Sullivan. He didn't. Allardyce didn't want him. Apparently, really. This is. I'm sure who, this came out signed, of Allardyce's do you know
1: mouth. Who signed him and how they signed him.
3: Uh, go on jack
1: sullivan off fifa now that if you look back on the west Hamway youtube videos we interviewed jack sullivan a long time ago it was at upton park and you can tell he looked like yeah looked like a kid and i think the last question in that interview was how did you actually know about my eager and i'm pretty sure you can tell from his uncomfortable laughter that it was like almost did an he? yeah yeah i just thought of someone else it's just gone completely from my head actually which is a shame because it was a good one but um there, there has literally been so many really florida that was it technically a really good player yeah um, a record signing yeah he scored loads but if you're going for the disappointment factor scored a good goal against man united was it yeah Yeah. I when think, we drove dixie smashed a yeah, penalty yeah i think you might have gone against sunderland as well possibly. yeah a, a technically, a very good player, but yeah. chose to go to Harvey Nichols rather than play. First. Yeah,
3: true. You know, yeah, for attitude wise, you know, that yeah. would, uh, yeah, that he could go in there for that alone. But, Boogers, um, but as you say, we
1: don't, he probably didn't play Well, he could
3: have gone game. on to be, you know, score thirty goals that season. You don't know He's, he yeah. played one game, and yeah. then we never knew, did we, whether no. he'd be any good or not? I mean, he, he, like I say, you could do a separate podcast on worse signings. Yeah, like Joey Beecham for example, is yeah. probably the worst signing in history yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. Of the way he conducted himself and, uh, and and just the absolute dog's dinner that was made of it from both yeah, parties. But, yeah, uh, yeah um, but, I, I, you know, to recap them, so we've gone Roberto in goal. No brainer. Um, and then right back, we've gone with Scaloni. Yeah. The unforgivable Lionel Scaloni. Yeah. Left back, we've gone Wayne Quinn. Yeah. And I think so far they've picked themselves, really, haven't yeah. they? Centre-half pairing, whilst there was a, a bit of an initial debate, we've gone for Pogatets and Gary yeah. Um I'm comfortable with that so far. Midfielders, Savio, we are agreed on that. Um, and then there was a, a bit of a debate between Barrera and Torre. We've gone with Torre, which, again, I'm comfortable with because he was awful. And then there's a central midfield pairing of Nigel Kwasi. And I think he had to go in there, to be honest. Yeah. And next to him was Cissé. Uh, yes. yeah. So Cissé, yeah, because he was poor as well. And then um, two up top with Benny McCarthy and Meadow. Yeah. And <clears throat> genuinely, it'd be great for everyone listening to this podcast to let us know what you think. We'll post our mutually agreeable worst uh, 11 Sorry. on uh, on Twitter and see if you agree with it. Uh, manager for me, I'd, I'd I'd go with Adam Grant, I yeah, think. I
1: think something. mean Rhoda's the other... Rhoda, yeah, oh, of course. Really, though. Right, Rhoda had a first season, was very good. He relegated that side yeah. that had unbelievable players. Yeah, he, he yeah. Grant relegated... Oh, yeah, no, no Rhoda was
3: awful. Don't get me wrong. I'm probably a bit too quick to say Grant there, but... I think it's because I hated him as well. Like I know people say he's a nice man, a lovely man, all that, but just he's when you've when you really felt that the team needed to kick up the arse, he was just like the only living case of Rigamortis. He yeah, looked dead half the I time, know. and you just think, you know, you're 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 going down with this group of players, and you don't even like look like you can stay awake on the touchline. Yeah. And he he just irritated me. His management style irritated me, and. Uh, I couldn't stand him to be honest. So for yeah. me, uh, he would be my pick. Lou Makari, obviously, I think it's that's pre ninety, isn't it? He would have been up there otherwise, Lou Makari. I think. Um, uh,
1: yeah, so I think you probably.
3: Rhoda's a good shout. An interesting part debate, of me, yeah, in my part opinion. Of
1: me, almost to go with Rhoda, you know. But what
3: would save Avram Grant in your opinion in that, that debate? He
1: had a worse team than what Rhoda did. And he was on the back of us, just going through a financial. Like he signed Hitzelsberger, and he was out for most of the season. You know, he signed. um, He he basically, you know, he had had to get Lars Jakobsen, didn't he? That we talk about. He had to sign a lot. He didn't have the budget that Rhoda had. Rhoda splashed. You know, sold Lampard that year, and then splashed it on Hutchinson, who was average at best, and Repka, who turned out all right in the end. But then, and and. And had players like Joe Cole, Michael Carrick, Defoe, Ganeo, mm. Canute, David James, Sinclair. How do you take that? Yeah, care? do you
3: know what? I think you've sold that really well. Actually, mm. I think, um, I think, I think you're right. Based on what you've just said, I think that might be enough to give Glenn the role. Yeah, actually,
1: I think, I think so because Aaron Grant was awful, and yes, yeah. Roda was unlucky because he got forty two points and still went down. Yeah. Yeah. And we we finished 18th um, and nearly stayed. That was the last day of the season, wasn't it? Um, but Grant... Yeah, he he. We were awful then as well. Oh, but I don't think he had the players at his disposal. That mm. I mean, we had you know, like Freddie Sears was playing for us, he was poor. Freddie Sears. Yeah, he um, was poor actually. Yeah, too, way too lightweight. But again, mm. didn't live up. To scored in like, his debut as well, didn't he? Yeah. It? And against that Blackburn. Blackburn. Diving header. Yeah. You know, Richard Garcia. I forgot about him. But he was another terrible yeah. player. Yeah. Um But keep that quiet, though, because we did try and get him. <laughs> <seriously>, <laughs> then, but, uh, yeah. They yeah. come back to bite us on the yeah, arse. Exactly. But yeah, I thought I'm gonna go Roder.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh right, so we'll post yeah. this on Twitter, get people talking, and then just tell us if you agree with us or not because um you know we enjoy all the feedback we get for the show and uh your feedback on uh, anything that's been discussed. So this podcast is in association with Pitch Sport Football, a fantastic app created by West Ham fans that allows you to pick your starting 11 and respective formation, share your opinions, and interact with fan time videos. It's completely free to download, so check it out and get it installed. Up next, it's News and Views of X.
2: Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbours are probably already doing it. But who... They may drop little hints like Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors.
3: Okay, mate, what have you got for us this week? Absolutely nothing.
0: Switching and saving with GEICO is easy, so you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like, why do people say it goes without saying and then say it anyway? I mean, if it really goes without saying, you should instead not say it and just give a knowing look? Well, folks, it goes without saying.
4: Uh, what does?
2: The thing that I'm not going to say.
4: Okay.
0: Switch and save with GEICO. It's easier than you think.
2: Well that was
3: history in the making for the shortest ever X section on the West Ham Way podcast. But to be fair if there's nothing to talk about, there's nothing to talk about.
1: Mate, they're all in like, they're all like not at the training ground and stuff, yeah. so you know, they're meant to be in isolation. Declan Rice went out and played football with Mason Mount, who's meant <laughs> to be in isolation, who's <laughs> friends with Callum Hudson-Odoi, who's got coronavirus. Yeah, of course. You know? Um, there's supporters survey that came out, which is very negative to, about the board and the stadium that's been sent to them. I mean, injuries, I couldn't entirely tell you because they haven't been at the training ground, but uh. You know, there, there really isn't much talks about Ng- Ngakia's contract last week. Transfer news is all up in the air because we don't know when the season's going to start, when it's going to end, what division we're going to be in. Contract renewals are all up in the air because most contracts run out on the 30th of June. Is the football season still going on in the 30th of June? Everything's so questionable. Yeah. Like, that It's almost impossible to have any news that's worth... Have you heard any out.
3: whispers about the potential plans for the season? I mean, uh, I know that would be more...
1: It's, what day is it today? discussing it tomorrow. So we'll find yeah, out tomorrow. Yeah.
3: And plus, that isn't necessarily specific West Ham, is it? That's um, no, I mean, I can find, powers I the be. And I think
1: Brady's already said, what would they West Ham want to do? And that's at the season void. Yeah. But um, there's not much yeah. else to say, really. And it's like
3: we said earlier, that would be a touch for us. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, a big shout out to Booney as well. I've got to say that. Who created X's new intro for us. Uh, his Twitter handle is at GBitJ. So GBitJ. B-I-T-J thank you mate uh, very good for the full version's got you in
1: there as well yeah the video version that's a thing yeah has, full yeah. version yeah yeah uh, yeah got yeah. even a, a picture of you yeah uh, yeah <laughs> Spo- spoils it a bit but yeah, <laughs> yeah. sort of devalues it a little <laughs> yeah, bit to be yeah. fair uh,
3: but no I appreciate you putting the time time and effort into that mate right this is the final part of the show uh, as always a big thank you to everyone that's taken the time to send us your questions uh, lots again this week and X is going to read them out that's the Iron Duke 4 evening lads what's the one thing you miss most
1: about Upton and Park and the best thing you like about the running track so I guess he means the stadium no hand holding whilst recording the podcast by the way <laughs> ch- time for a change oi oi no for a change oi oi um <laughs> i miss most about Hudson park there's a lot i miss um i was in the east and upper for 30 years uh, i think or just under um i miss the people i sat with you know the same faces yeah. that had been there a long time but i think most importantly i miss my view my view was just brilliant and it was half on the halfway line halfway up in the east and upper so i looked at the perfect yeah trajectory is that the right word trajectory um and it was just such a good view and and it's just the memories of it. Do you know what? I even quite like the journey home, like walking through. We used to walk around the back of the East Stand through, um, a, like a little like flat that had a path underneath it through. i um, through a park. I'm pretty sure as well, unless <laughs> that no. The park was before through a park. You know, past the playground. It was just the memory of that area. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, of course it was. And, um, I just I wish so much about it. I didn't think I would this many years after no, it's it.
3: everything really isn't it I mean yeah. you know let's not Atmosphere. forget the, the, mm. the pre-match stuff I mean yeah. it's memories you make with your family as well yeah. that's what's yeah. key you know yeah. I miss going to Nathan's yeah. with my dad and going in to have a bet and uh, just walking around the area you know because you know my family were in New City Road which was a stone throw from Upton Park yeah. and then you know sometimes we'd get there a bit earlier and have a look at his old haunts when he's, where he used to play as a kid and you know, it's just just everything that tied into that place just was was it formed your DNA. Yeah, it I'd made know. you who you were. It's part of your history as a person, not just as a West Ham fan. But I mean, I, I miss, I really miss West Ham and Upton Park in the nineties. Yeah. I, I can't help but think it lost a little bit of its soul when the Rio Ferdinand stand was built. In my opinion, still a fantastic stadium, and I miss everything about it. But it is, it is just the whole thing, just the history of the place within the stadium and outside of it. Yeah. The, the new stadium, I mean, I've always said it's not ideal. It's not ideal. I personally, and it's all about personal opinions, don't think it's quite as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah. It is, it is booked as being like hell on earth, you know. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad, but you know i've experienced electric atmospheres in there i mean yeah. that's my favorite thing you know beating yeah. tottenham beating chelsea the roof came off and the the noise was deafening in those uh, in those games so i you know when the atmosphere is at its peak in that stadium i enjoy that But, of course, it's never going to be Upton Park, is it? Uh,
1: Actually, you know what? I do struggle to think of things I really like about the new stadium. I know that sounds awful. I think I like the fact that I've got uh, the new people I sit with. You know, like my dad and all the people from Upton Park, but we've added a couple of my mates. And there's a nice fellow called Russ behind us, I've mentioned before on the podcast, Mm. and a few of the people. I like the new people I'm with. Um, You've got more options on food and drink i guess outside it's more expensive but you've got more options um like you know the like i said in the east stand you basically had a hot dog a burger and crisps and chocolate whereas you have got a little bit more uh, um at london stadium uh I, ch- I actually really can't think of much else no and that's awful you know i like the fact it's a bigger capacity i guess
3: looks nice from the outside in my opinion yeah. concourse is too big yeah. you feel lost there but structurally from the outside I think it's quite an attractive stadium
1: screens are quite good in the, sta- yeah. In the stadium yeah I mean look like I said it's not
3: ideal I know it's no. not and maybe I'm a bit too much of an optimist when it comes to that stadium I'd love but...
1: to go back to Hudson Park and I know you can't this all hypothetical and I never thought I would say this but I'd give anything to go back
0: Mm, yeah really would
1: yeah there's no way it ever happened the only way we could ever get close is if a multi multi multi-billionaire bought the club and then tried to buy a plot of land or even where upton park was knocked down Mm. all those flats which would just cost loads and rebuilt the stadium Mm. there but it wouldn't be the same no and all those shops like nathan's and everything the working Mm. man's club all shut down anyway so mm. it wouldn't be the same there's, there's no way back unfortunately no nah, it's
3: but... very sad
1: yeah um right so, so we'll look at the next question sorry it's just logged out on my phone um everyone's messaging me about uh something um sorry i'm mumbling (laughs) to myself here right here we go um at west underscore hammered what clubs do you think will be the most affected by this outbreak once football resumes do you think some clubs will come out better for the extended break compared to clubs that were doing well prior to the break but now are underperforming it's
3: hard to say really isn't it well i don't
1: think the break is going to be too i don't think we're going to be back playing in a week's time
3: no definitely not i mean i mean i i i believe that they will cancel the season. I think which so. is a massive call. But when you look, I mean, they've put the Euros back a year. Yeah. A year. They've cancelled Glastonbury. Yeah. Events all over the country have been cancelled, uh, you know, whatever event that may be. Um, and we're not talking about a couple of weeks here. We're not talking about an international break. Yeah. We're talking, if it did come back, oh, months. Yeah. Months. I don't think
1: it's going to be, I don't think we're going to have this season. I don't think we can. I think it's going to be going on for ages this now. Um, yeah. And so... I guess the team that came out worse Liverpool they basically won the league yeah, yeah not I know the oh, it's incredible but if you were a
3: Liverpool fan as funny as it is from our perspective yeah. you would be beyond oh, devastated yeah,
1: you can't put it in the history well
3: the thing is it's not even like if they cancelled it now Liverpool fans would say oh we had half a chance of winning That we were two points clear yeah. they've pissed it they've won yeah. it already
1: yeah exactly and the thing is you can't give them the title without officially winning it you can't nah. even know they have won it yeah That's right. Couldn't say right. That's their nineteenth title or whatever Mm. it is. They're stuck on eighteen, weren't they? So nineteenth title. um... So West Ham, Norwich, they're the bottom team. Norwich have done brilliant. They should be mm. relegated. Are they going to get another season with Premier League money? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so even if they do go down next year, they've gained all that money from the Premier League yeah. this year and managed probably to keep on to some of their better players again. Another season in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, Managers Ham, will keep their job again. Like David Moyes, you know, he would have effectively kept West Ham up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> effectively. this <laughs> is what his job was. So he's got another season in the Premier League now. You know, and, and it's just unbelievable to think of this but yeah they're the teams that have come out best of it Leicester have had a raw deal Wolves they've had a raw deal um Tottenham will be pleased you know they went out of Champions League and mm. and they've had a poor season Arsenal will be pleased yeah um so yeah that's just very very strange um now we've got at Cole 1981. Oh, sorry, these were players that were mentioned that we forgot. Some of the names so I just took a screenshot. Yeah, yeah. City camera.
3: Yeah, he, uh, he's definitely in contention. Yeah. Though not ahead of McCarthy and Meadow for me.
1: No. Um. at the right back.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a, a good shout.
1: Winner of the World Cup yeah. and Euros and play for Real Madrid. But then when so. kid,
3: one of our kids in the head and you yeah. he couldn't get a sniff, uh, could he? Yeah, wouldn't let him
1: play again. Yeah. yeah. So, some couple of players there. Razman Rat. Right. I yes. he was awful I don't but... think he
3: was horrendous no. in my opinion no
1: um, someone said Dimitrescu in there as well yeah
3: again not horrendous I don't I think I actually thought he was a good player but yeah. he just
1: again didn't really do it for us right at Samuel Willer great show and so glad you're finally back should the current season be cancelled I think we kind of talked about yeah that I he
3: think it like... I think it should I, I don't know how else they're going to get around it yeah I really don't, no. because one of the biggest problems is, as a, as a country, as a, as a planet, we don't know when this shit is going to stop. No, it's not like oh, coronavirus is going to be here for two months, and we know that, so we can start planning around it. How how the hell can you plan a football season around something that's unplanable at the moment? Yeah. And and what is unplanable is people's health, yeah. which is important, more important than anything. So, I I just think all they can do is cancel it. Well, look at someone like Roy Hodgson, yeah? Crystal Palace's manager. He's over mm, 17. Exactly, yeah. He's meant
1: to be in isolation for 12 weeks now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, what does Crystal Palace do? Yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> and... Um, there's other managers that would be around that age as well yeah. in, in the football world.
3: Um, Unless it goes to caretaker, not caretaker managers, uh, the assistant takes over for the rest of the season. Yeah, but
1: then that's a massive disadvantage like, for Palace. it their is. Fault. Yeah, of course it is. get relegated. Yeah, of I, know. That. I know.
3: A, You've just got to cancel.
1: I'm sorry, there yeah. is no other solution. Or, like I said earlier, you carry over the points till next season. Yeah. So all of the teams start on this these points and you play it from the points total they've got now. Yeah, yeah. So then Norwich would be still the bottom team and liverpool would probably win the league yeah I mean, there's a chance that they could catastrophically muck it up but but even then that doesn't sit right with me i don't yeah. think promoting west brom and leeds and carrying on with 22 teams is an answer because the team that's third i can't think is it fulham i can't think off the top of my head they could argue that they would have caught second place mm. um you know I, I just don't think you can do it Mm. and then what do you do two up from the league below so that the championship yeah, it's a two mess two. isn't it and then again you could argue that I just think you've got to cancel it simple yeah.
3: as well, well cancelling it just avoids all complications yeah. it's the one solution where you just know where you stand black and white yeah you
1: know exactly right at Claret and Blue Blood who I think may have been the fellow that sent me the um out what I talked about earlier. So oh, really? Shout out to him. I think it was X with no football. What are you doing with your time? Have you found out much about your wife? You never knew. Is Dixie the cat safe? <laughs> or has Dave run out of toilet roll and you're now chasing him around the house, needing to clear the Klingons? Um, to, be, to be fair, I'm still at work. Life hasn't actually changed that much, nah. other than the football for me. Um, I'm thinking if I do get isolated, which I think is likely, um, to happen very soon. I think I'm going to buy a new laptop I'm going to get Football Manager I'm going to reboot that and play that which I haven't been yeah. I'm going to get good at FIFA which I haven't been for many a year I think I might do the odd FIFA video with you we were talking about yeah, on YouTube yeah. um, and, and then wank try- yourself into a frenzy well could do but that's nothing but that new. won't go on video no that's nothing new um, and, uh, <laughs> and then I think um, I might try and lose some weight I should go for some runs and try and do that. Uh, as you say, get to know my wife and some of my kids, uh, maybe watch something on Netflix with a few films. Yeah. I've, I've, I was saying I've never watched Harry Potter before randomly, and I feel like I should do with being a dad of kids. So I watched the first one. I actually thought it was all right. Tried to watch the second one and fell asleep, but try and get through those maybe. Yeah. Um, you've recommended a few Netflix series in the past. Which yeah. You probably have a look at, um, and that's it maybe I mean, do some random betting Did you see the accumulator i had today i've got uh, some random teams in my accumulator today i've got uh like these some of these things are like sounds like savio's career really some <laughs> of these teams i've got but today i need um kwambi muslim fc women to jesus win. christ i need lady doves fc women i need Hekim, Lou, Trazen, Spore. I need Moabee FC Under-21s, Racking United (laughs) FC-21s, Lobie Stars, Plateau United, Sunshine Stars and Rivers United.
3: That will sound like coming up with an Indian takeaway menu, (laughs) don't they?
1: Exactly, yeah. That's my cue. That's amazing, that is. So I might bet on some virtual football. Yeah. (laughs) Always bet on the worst team because they seem to be the ones that always win. Um, But Yeah. yeah at kmwhu given x's knowledge of the championship could you pick a possible championship side championship side that you would like west Ham to target that's a great question i don't think i could do it off the top of my head now and i don't think you'd be able to contribute it a bit mm. boring for you but maybe for my section next next week i think i could because I, I don't know if i could do a one to eleven in terms of position but i could certainly tell you five players that i really think will be the the next ones yeah um, but I'll do that next week maybe if we're I think so in mate here.
3: especially of like the time we don't really have left tonight
1: ok that's Stephen McCarthy 9 um, I think we've kind of talked about that well with the virus disruption to football in general does the club have a plan for the transfer window expiring deals or is it a case of waiting for the football needs and higher up to make a decision stay safe and healthy but thank you very much for keeping the podcast on at the moment I think it's all up in the air as I say I think tomorrow will give some direction as to what they've got to do because we'll know I think what's happening with the season uh, you can't mm. go for targets yet because you don't know what league you're playing in if they get who's out of contracts, both in your club and in the football world you don't mm. know he's just so many variables at the moment yeah of course um at ij hitman another high profile gaff by karen brady saying that season should be no and void how arrogant is she that she couldn't see the backlash against our club that the column would generate and why can't the club stop that column embarrassing mm-hmm I think it needs to stop I think it's an awful thing all it ever does is bring embarrassment there's no worth to West Ham of her doing nah. that it just brings embarrassment and controversy that we don't need it's so purely for her own selfish publicity reasons I think both Gold and Sullivan want the column to be stopped I think everyone in the club does the media team everyone because it does no, nothing good Um, but she like the man said is too arrogant to, to do that
3: yeah, and you, you would have thought that either Gold or Sullivan would have realised that. I mean, I can't be truly comfortable with her doing that. It's
1: shocking. What does it benefit? Does it, it, it doesn't it benefit
3: at all. So? And, you know, it, it just rolls the fans up even more. And, uh, all right, she earns a few bob out of it, but she's you know a very wealthy woman as it is. And even her husband, Paul Pesky-Solido, whilst, you know, weren't necessarily big wages back in the day. You know, as a family, they're they're well off. Oh, well, well off. Yeah. She can drop a sun column. Her
1: dad's well rich. Well I, but you know
3: what though? I think she uses that column to a degree to 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 um, have a pop at the fans and oh, to yeah. and to wind West Ham fans oh, up. Yeah, well, she's, she's a sort of woman, like vindictive woman, that is going to be fully aware of the amount of shit she gets from West Ham fans and how much she's hated. That I think part of her will get off on saying certain things that she knows will need a West Ham fans in that column.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, she she must know what she said I mean she said she wanted Tottenham to win the league once yeah Um, I mean
3: who who would say that I know you don't even have to be a West Ham fan just to be connected with the club to say something like that it has to have been done on purpose yeah
1: yeah, exactly. it has to have been disgusting she stops the better Um, at Ravaldo Smith chaps with the season looking like it's going to roll into the summer as the anchor tenant of the olympic stadium can we kick up a and demand that we use the stadium for our home game and let the baseball etc go elsewhere i think that has actually been answered i think we do take priority over the baseball mm. the baseball would have to find an alternative venue or be rearranged um but like i said i don't think the season's gonna go on now so i think it's irrelevant um at tom fletch 89 what are your top five west ham goals of all time um, is that one worth carrying over?
3: I think we'd have to carry that over, yeah, mate. That's yeah, because because that but... that is a question that deserves a proper answer. Yeah. which probably deserves some time put into it to to come up with a yeah. decent five. Yeah, I, I, think. I think
1: that'd be a good a good thing to do on the show. Yeah, though, maybe top ten. Yeah, no, well. I agree. Yeah, it would um, be actually. At Luke Bar eight one two seven six four six six. Put some w- fault into that one. obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, who would win in a fight?
3: X or Dave? <laughs> well, listen. Everyone's got a puncher's chance, aren't they? To be fair, you never know. You know, ex could surprise a few people there. <laughs> I mean, you know, there is a, a clear height disadvantage to you. I mean, you know, I don't think you disagree with that. No, which obviously it, gives me a reach advantage. Yeah. Um,
1: the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yeah, if they fall. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's your biggest challenge. <laughs> to be fair, um, whilst. I'd like to think I would have some kind of chance. I probably wouldn't. I'll be honest with you. I can can try and banter it, but... um... I think I'll give Dave that one whilst I am the better looking more intelligent um, uh, funnier one out of the three of uh, the two of us uh, I, um, I'll give it that he's probably hard <laughs> yeah I'd say Dave probably would win when Dave gets angry as I saw when he was dreaming about Tottenham fans in Vegas um, it can be quite an intimidating sight so uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll let him have that one he can have that. <laughs> but I'd win at everything else um, <laughs> part squash yeah At Andy Gunning. All right, chaps. I've got a 10k run tomorrow, so I'll be listening again to get me through it. Say the season finishes as normal and West Ham survive. You can pick one player to sign from each relegated club that would realistically join us. Who are you picking? So I guess we're going to go for what the six teams that could realistically be relegated if the season was to continue. So let's go with Norwich then. I like Cantwell. I think he's a really good player. I think he's shown a lot of potential. I, think he, I don't think... He, I didn't think I realised he was as good as he has been. Um, and I think he actually... Has done really well this year. Um, I like um, the right back, Aaron's. I think he's a very good player, very pacey. Haven't we been linked with him yeah, as well? Yeah, we have. I like him. Obviously, Pookie's got a few goals this year. They've got a guy called Bu- Dia who's creative. But I think if I had to pick anyone, I like I'd go Campwell. Right. Okay. Um, so he'd be mine for them, uh, Villa tyro mings i think it's a good center back yeah. um that got into the england squad uh, like, grealish is an obvious one i Yeah,
3: he? grealish yeah it's probably between Talk, those so he's two. gonna go for big money in the summer you know
1: yeah it's probably between those two isn't it there's no one else really that new striker is it samara or something like that that seems decent ish but i think it would be between grealish and mings yeah um
3: I'd go Grealish all day yeah, I think long on I that I
1: probably would as well I think yeah. whilst Mings is a good centre back Grealish is borderline top top quality Yeah, and I'm not sure Mings he's is a captain as well isn't he yeah yeah. it's a shanks we were linked with him a couple of years ago as yeah well, that's right yeah, I remember you saying it in this very section actually. there you go Bournemouth uh, Bournemouth I like their sense back again Aki I think he's good Yeah,
3: Nathan Aki yeah, yeah. I think a very bang average squad for me
1: um, yeah oh well
3: Callum Wilson yeah Callum um, Wilson They player. Think... Josh King I think he's yeah got a decent couple of strikers there
1: yeah I, I think uh, I think Wilson probably would be the one who is a bit injury prone which gives me worries mm. and that, and, but I think mm. he would score goals for you. We've
3: so, been linked with um, Fraser haven't we? Yeah we have yeah
1: yeah yeah. I don't know me. too
3: much about him if I'm honest no, but uh, I, I think that yeah I mean if we don't delve too much into the injuries and just keep this hypothetical I think I'd go with Wilson I think from Bournemouth. Yeah.
1: Is Fraser still at
3: Bournemouth? I think Yeah but is I think it? his contract's up in the summer is it? isn't it okay. if I've got that right. Not sure. Um, Watford
1: um, I like their midfielder. Um, what's his name? Um,
3: that's Decoray, is it? Yeah, Decoray. Yeah. No,
1: the other one, not Decoray. The one that plays alongside him. Oh, what's his name? Isn't it? Who's the one that played for Tottenham? they has got. Wait, I'm getting confused now. Um, so am I. Capone, am i getting confused. Oh, oh, I think I meant Dekure actually. I think I did mean Dekure. Yeah. I'm getting confused here. The central midfielders are.
3: Well. I've I always think... liked Delaffei, you know. Yeah. I've always rated him.
1: Another player at West Ham. Um, yeah. Tried to sign. Um I think Trezeguet would do a decent job. I don't like him. No. But I think he'd do a decent job. Um yeah uh, I like that um, I think it was Dakuri I was thinking of yeah I think mm. it was in
3: terms of positions we need most you, you know central midfield yeah, is I right up there a great so signing I think he'd, he'd be probably
1: there. out of all the players we've set so far yeah but maybe alongside Grealish he'd probably be the one I'd most want and then Brighton I guess are the only other realistic team aside from myself um, <sighs> I
3: don't know who I'd I take like from Malpye. Brighton
1: I I think it's a decent forward <sighs> hasn't done a great deal but I'd probably take a gamble mm. on him i think dunk uh, is a good center back yeah the guy that plays alongside duffy him. yeah i think they've got another centre back though who's decent um yeah maybe dunk i think dunk might even be a west ham fan so possibly him yeah from them so yeah anyway um yeah. keep logging myself out of the questions i do apologize because i keep looking at things like the league table. yeah need to get better staff mate um <laughs> uh <laughs> Another random one, at Lincoln underscore Hammer. Can't think of any football-related questions it seems years since we played or will play, so what's your favourite of the two best movies of all time, Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Do
3: you know, it's very interesting he's he's brought that question up because I've had that very conversation with my wife and kids. Have you? I'm Home Alone 1 all day long. Oh. In fact, I, I think it's comfortable. Really? Whereas... I think... My wife and one of my kids has is, is gone with two.
1: Yes, I think I would go with two. I think the reason I'd go with two is because it was in New York. And I love New York. Yeah. It's like my favourite city. And just for that... I'm pretty, actually, was that in Home 1? I can't remember. The one where he puts the sound clip on the, on the TV. He,
3: I think he does it in both, like, doesn't he? I was going to say, because I've got yeah.
1: memories of it happening in both... Um, I mean, I'm going to go too, purely because it's in New York. I love That's New York at Christmas time as well, isn't it? That should be so, a Twitter poll, that, I think. Yeah, so well, I think he's done it as a question, actually. So oh, really? You can, you can vote on it there. right? So I'm going to vote on it. I'm going to get, Oh, no, I've just taken a photo of it. So I'll have to vote on it later. Dan underscore West Ham, WHU. Sorry, Dan underscore WHU, who is the one Academy player who you thought was going to be a regular for us but fell at the final hurdle. Um Adam Newton was a very good player. Um back in the sort of Carrick Joe Cole era. He was a right back, very highly rated, didn't mm. make it. But I think he might have played for like Luton or somebody, but never really made it at any standard. Robert Hall was meant to be amazing, um, was meant to be like the new defoe. I think he might play for Oxford or somebody now, but again, never really achieved anything. Freddie Sears burst onto the scene with they yeah, go against he did. Blackburn. We, it was described as the new Tony Yeah, Conte. I remember that. Yeah. that. That was
3: exactly how he was described yeah. and that was real hype, that was. And that's fair. up there for a big disappointment for me.
1: Yeah, he played quite a few games for us but went more as a right winger towards it Yeah. And he was just dreadful. I think he scored against Wolves or somebody but did absolutely nothing no. too lightweight. Um anyone else really um bywater i know he bought him from rochdale but he was meant to be a brilliant goalkeeper never turned into no, do you know do you know
3: one player that we actually signed for our youth squad and i remember reading about him at the time and people were talking that the hype around him was was amazing like from from what i was hearing and from what i was seeing and, I, and I'm not even sure he ever even played for West Ham, it was Pele Ruddock. Do you remember him? Yeah, he plays for Luton
1: now. He's actually quite a good player. He's is at Luton, there? is he?
3: Yeah, the loose have got loads
1: of our ex-players. they got Dan Yeah, Cox, I know. Yeah. Um, Marek Merrick Lee Strickland, as well, was yeah, it? Yeah, Elliot Lee. They had Oli Lee at one point. they got uh, George Monker. Yeah, so they got yeah, loads yeah. of our players. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was the one. Um, I was thinking of his um, year at Eric. Eric Penn. Eric Penn, yeah. The young it could have been our youngest ever player Reese Oxford of course is one of them but yeah. uh, uh, it could have yeah, been our true. youngest ever player but didn't get on the pitch was on the subs bench I think against Man United away and was warming up to come on but never quite got on the pitch um,
3: do you know I, I think my answer to this question probably would be Reese Oxford yeah it's the obvious because one, you talk it? about that performance against Arsenal yeah. his age at the time his height his athleticism the uh, the ability oh, yeah, he showed yeah. um to then Capitulate the way he did, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think you're going to top that because yeah. everyone had such high expectations yeah. on the back of that, you know. It's a shame.
1: There was an Australian midfielder called Ferrante, which he was meant to be really good. Chris Coyne was another Australian, who was meant to be really good. Um, that um guy that plays in America now, Sebastian Le- oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Or Leggett, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Blatter. actually done pretty well he's out there, well, not he? Is it Galaxy? Yeah, he's at Galaxy, he's quite. He's an American international now, so done, done well for He played when Beckham was playing there. I think Robbie Keane, one of the two. Um, so there's been quite a few, as always, with West Ham. Like quite a few flops over there. um there was a goalkeeper called Sam Howe who was massively highly rated. Played for England under 19s, 20s, 21s. Went to Watford, I think, from us, and now even I think he might play for Woking and like, someone like that. And I think he might be on loan from Woking to someone even lower. And I Blimey. mean, this guy was like meant. To to Be the next best keeper, Don't yeah. know How he fell apart so yeah.
3: dramatically, but Stanislas has obviously done all right for himself yeah, career wise, right maintained us. Premier League status. But, um, you know, he was someone that I thought looked decent at times when yeah. really he broke through. I with rated Stan, him,
1: but... Stanislas, I thought he was a good player. Um, Zavon Hines, yeah, you know, who's someone we've interviewed before, but I yeah. injury really was his, really yeah. Early, but
3: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Loads. true. Is that the lot? That's the lot, big man. That's All right. the lot. Good stuff. Okay, so that is the end of the show, in which case, as always, thanks for listening and giving us your questions. Look after yourselves in this crazy world we live in. And until next week,
2: come, come on you irons. irons. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our
0: thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking Geico offers claim service 24-7 with personalized attention from an assigned team. Geico offers claim service? Um, I I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs,
2: abs. abs. keep thinking. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com